0: Welcome to the Driveway Beers podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another episode. Thank you for coming back once again. Please like, subscribe, comment, share as always. The handshake deal is you listen to all the content you want for free, but you do subscribe and you do like the episode that wherever you're listening to it whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Roku, CBS Player, wherever, YouTube, Rumble, I don't care. Click that button. Click a button that shows that you like the show. You can always follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Now that I've gotten that out of the way. Thank you to Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza and Arnold, Maryland, for sponsoring the show. got them on sponsoring the show for the next six months, so we want to thank them for uh, helping the show out. Keeping the lights on, as they say. Although not that,
1: not that the lights would go off. I live here. Operation's not that complex. <laughs> no, no.
0: My wife would kill me if the lights went off. Yeah. Um. But we do want to thank them. We do appreciate the support. If you would like to support us as well as as listeners of the show, please go to drivewaybeerspodcast.com slash donate. You can join us uh, on any level of membership on the monthly mem- recurring memberships. Uh, you can do light beer two dollars a month craft beer five dollars a month house whiskey at ten dollars a month special occasion whiskey is twenty dollars a month keep in mind you do not get any of that you know it's just a a level of membership to the club uh or one time six pack of light beers nine dollars for one time buy us a whiskey at a bar it's nine dollars nineteen dollars for one time and if you want to buy us a bottle of whiskey we'll try it on uh during the show for twenty nine dollars uh and if you'd like, you can even put in the notes which bottle of whiskey you want us to try. Please don't make them awful because we are not trying to suffocate or choke uh, ourselves.
1: Yeah. Or if you'd like us to stop, just make that donation big enough. And believe me, we are just everyone has a price. Right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Biggest news. And we are generally about two weeks to two and a half weeks behind news cycles. Just because we like to let things sit and marinate, marinate, think about things before we talk about them. Too many times you go on uh, a YouTube or a website um, or e- even the cable news cycle, everyone reacts immediately and the news cycle is gone in two weeks and no one had any time to sit and think about what their response was going to be.
1: And they're almost all 100% wrong.
0: Absolutely. The big news that came out Recently, and this is uh April thirtieth. So I want to say it was last week. Yeah. It was is middle to late it was April. A week ago. Yeah. Tucker Carlson was uh removed slash let go slash left Fox News. I don't does anyone really know what happened yet.
1: So he I try to catch his show a couple times a week. So he would his last show was Friday. I didn't see it. And he had the pizza guy on that, like, tripped that dude that was running from the police. Yeah. And that was his last segment. And he said, okay, see you Monday. And that was it. That Monday morning, he got an email saying that the show was canceled. His executive producer was fired. And that was the end. So there was no goodbye episode. There was nothing like that. It wasn't like Dan Bongino. Bongino had a show on Saturday night. And they just couldn't come to an agreement in the contract, so I think Bongino's is making enough money with because he's involved with I think he's involved with Rumble. Yeah, um, he's
0: got a contract with Rumble. Yeah,
1: and then he's also has a syndicated radio show and a podcast. So Bongino didn't need it, it probably just wasn't worth the money they were offering to him. And I'm not sure how much they offer a a Saturday guy. You know,
0: I'm sure it's got to be. A, I want to say a million. Yeah. Right, million to an episode or prefer for a season or a year yeah. whatever yeah I, I know Tucker was making a lot of money uh and his contract was not up yeah so I I I have to assume he was let go mm-hmm. uh and they and the Murdochs are just eating that money
1: yeah well and they ate so apparently News Corp which is the company that owns Fox that's how they're traded as yeah their stock has taken like a It's it's taken a big hit to the tune of almost like seven hundred million in loss, yeah. Which is crazy. One guy could bring that, um, could bring that thing, that whole thing down. So or the valuation that down that much. So, but he was the leading. He wasn't only their leading guy. He was the leading guy in all cable news. He beat out all of them. So, and I think that we can get into some of the reasons why that probably is. Um, a lot of people hate the guy, like hate him. He's often referred to, you know, they'll say, oh, the Tucker Carlson conspiracy theorist when you hear him. And and if he actually listen to what he has to say, it really isn't that. Right. Um, you know, he's he wasn't afraid to go against the, the grain on whatever the predominant, you know, uh, Regime uh, prescribed narrative was. Right. So.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he. Um, so I, I've been. I've let this know. I, I used to listen to MSNBC and CNN mm-hmm. years ago. And eventually I did as, as I started to lean away from from that think tank. I did listen to some of Tucker Carlson and all of the things that I had heard about him ended up not really being true from what I heard from him on his nightly show. (laughs) Now I I don't listen to him regularly, but the things that he would say kind of started to make some sense. Right. And I I think if you listen to anyone long enough, everyone makes sense at some point and Mm everyone, and and everyone also doesn't make sense at some point. So you're going to find things to agree and disagree with. Um, but there, it, it reminds me of the fact that uh, of earlier Howard Stern. So when Howard Stern went to NBC, uh, there if anyone's seen the movie Private Parts, this, this will kind of uh, jog your memory. But essentially the head of NBC Radio uh, was looking to fire Howard Stern after he went to NBC. Um, and the guy who runs the numbers said, well, wait a minute. He's the highest rated DJ in the morning. And so essentially, he kind of went through the numbers. He's like, okay, the average listener uh, listens for 20 minutes. Um, the people that like him listen for an average of 15 minutes. Reason being, they want to hear what he has to say next. The average listener that doesn't like him listens for 35 minutes, so they listen longer. Reason being, they want to hear what he has to say next.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's almost like, imagine Tucker's a little bit in that same boat where he's, he, don't go wrong, he's got a lot of people that like to hear what he has to say. And yes, it could be an older demographic, but it could also be that people don't like what he has to say, so they listen to him more.
1: Yeah. Or, but because he was such, uh, he was willing to go against the, the prescribed narrative so often. Um, it could be people were just, you know, they, they were tired of hearing the talking points. And you've seen those super cuts where they have all of the media talking heads and they're all saying the same exact thing. Yeah. Um, almost like in unison. It's like they're getting the talking points from the central office and they're like, oh, got to say this now. And they do. Right. He didn't do that. And, you know, one of the things that I liked about him He'd have, like, he had Jimmy Dore on as a guest all the time. Mm -hmm. MSNBC wouldn't have Jimmy Dore on. Right. But Jimmy Dore's a leftist. They'd have, but Tucker would have him on all the time. Right. Um, Tucker would have Glenn Greenwald on there. So he would hear other opposing views or people from the other side of the aisle or from the other side of the spectrum. And he'd have conversations with them. Yeah. So, you know, you didn't see Don Lemon doing that, who also got fired. Um, you know, but no, and no one really seems to care about that. <laughs> like,
0: well, yeah, I mean Don Lemon kind of he got removed from his show, his late night show. He got put on a daytime show, and they had his show had Vivek Ramaswamy on it. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that know that don't know, Vivek Ramaswamy is running for president under a Republican ticket, and so they did have a Republican on the show. I'm not. I'm not gonna, I'll give them some credit there, but the problem is that he and Don Lemon disagreed on something, and Don Lemon essentially told him, "Well, because you're not black, you can't speak on this." Yeah. Meanwhile, Vivek Ramaswamy is an Indian American. Mm-hmm. Like he's not exactly a white dude. You know what I mean? Well, I think so. He's basically trying to tell him, "Look, white man, you can't talk to me about this because you're not black." Meanwhile, it, it, he forgot to point out that he wasn't white.
1: Yeah.
0: That you you can't pull that. Especially if you're if you're trying to have a presidential candidate on. Um,
1: but he also said that um, Nikki Haley was past her prime.
0: Yeah, that was a bad look.
1: He got into it with the two hosts. One is Poppy something. I Poppy forget. Harlow. Yeah, yeah. He got into it with them, and then also it's 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 AM, <laughs> like 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 AM. Like if you look at the news, like the AM stuff isn't as serious. I guess. That dumb show with on MSNBC with um S- Scarborough. Uh Morning Joe. Yeah. Yeah. They get more into serious stuff, but generally the, your AM show is it's all fluff and like some asshole making food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know, what what type of uh bag should I take on my next flight? And then they have some bimbo go up there and say, Oh, I take this one, like some experts. Sure. It's all it's all payola. Right. That's all it is, but it's, yeah. it's
0: product placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But like, I like this one. You like that one because they wrote you a check. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not hating on you.
0: No, get get that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get that money. Yeah. I, so with the Tucker situation, some people has to think think it has to do with the Dominion lawsuit that got settled because he was pushing a narrative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um dominion sued them for i guess defamation or whatever it was and and they won they or they settled they settled for like 700 something million yeah and ma- and some people think that part of the settlement was that tucker had to go and or some people think that rupert murdoch just didn't want tucker around because he cost him 700 something thousand million 700 million or so yeah well what he didn't understand was he cost himself another 700 million and in, in uh in uh um Company valuation, yeah, by letting them go, and the and the reason why stockholders dropped the stock had nothing to do with the firing. It had everything to do with you got rid of your highest rated host. Yeah, I mean he was he outperformed people in his segment by over I think it was two and a half million viewers a night. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing on CNN or MSNBC get over a million viewers. Yep. He was getting almost 3.5 million views a night.
1: Well, his his YouTube video mm-hmm. that he released that Monday got 12 million views. Right. Just on YouTube. That doesn't count the views that it got on Facebook, that it got, that the audio only... Like, that's 12 million... <laughs> eyeballs,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 20 million eyeballs. Like, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and when... You're a cable news network, and you see that all the other cable news networks, the viewership is going down. That means the ad rates are going down. You you literally you you uh, bit the hand that fed you, yeah. basically. And I don't think anyone's ever really gonna, really gonna know what the real reason was.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm sure because he's still under contract with them. Correct. So they might say, "Oh, they're, we're going to put a non complete." In your severance deal, there's non compete. I think he should say, "No, I don't need your money. I'm going to go make so much money without it." Yeah, buy. Well, the so, thing the
0: thing is though, I don't think they have to do that. I mm-hmm. think they can just let, just let the uh, contract ride out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like literally, just pay him the contract to not do a show, mm-hmm. and he still can't go and do another show though. Yeah. So some people, he's going to push for a buyout yeah. at some somehow some way
1: because he was on with. Um, but he also did a lot on their Fox Nation, too. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like, the the Dominion thing, I don't know a whole lot about that. I mean, a little bit. Um, but also, I, I actually watched the episode where he said this. He went after um, Big Pharma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In his monologue, kind of his opening segment. And he drew the comparison between, you know, if they're pushing drugs on you, the their main principal advertisers are big pharma, and then they're pushing drugs on you and saying you ha- and then you can't join polite society unless you use these products. And he said, imagine if Fox did it with my pillow, and said you have to use my if you don't get my pillow. Then you're going to die of a heart attack, and everyone has to have one. And if you don't have a my pillow, we're going to track you and make sure that you can't come out and you know have a job. And part of me wants to say that because I can be a bit of a conspiracy guy sometimes. Part of me wants to say big is like, uh uh-uh, oh, you're not coming after us. And big, if you look at look at any any commercial, and I say it all the time, my wife laughs at me, uh, like some you, I'll, I'll go. Brought to you by Pfizer. They all, entire shows, entire, like the Oscars brought to you by Pfizer. Yep. You know? Um, they're the hu- the biggest advertisers there are. is Big Pharma. Yeah. Next time you're, and this is, goes out to the audience too, like next time you're watching TV, which I don't watch a lot of regular TV, but the next time you're watching, say you're watching a game, that's about the only time I watch commercials, mm-hmm. is watching a game. See how many of the commercials are drug commercials. Half yeah. of them. Half of them are for drugs. Yeah. You know, restless, like the, the shit they invent to, <laughs> restless, you
0: know, know, as my, as my knees bopping up right. and down. But yeah, yeah, I don't need a drug to fix this. It, right. It, I'll just tire out.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> is your dickhead open? Well, it should probably be closed. Right. Try Dick Closa. Brought <laughs> to you by far. <laughs> Dick Closa. <laughs> like, that's the. <laughs> Do you have anal fissures? Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can fix that with rum swab. Yeah. A Pfizer vaccine, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And so, like, I, w- I was going to say this. So, we, we've talked about this before. Before they would just advertise the drug, they wouldn't mention, like, the name of the producer wouldn't really be in there. Mm-hmm. So it would just be like, um, like I don't know, Dulera for chronic asthma, and then at the end of it, it'd be like, if you have trouble paying for this, contact uh, AstraZeneca dot com. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like brought to you by AstraZeneca. Yeah. Nowadays, and Pfizer does this the most, and I think this goes back to the vaccine where the like uh COVID 19 uh whatever the uh COVID nineteen vaccine brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. Oh yeah. Brought to you by Pfizer. Now yeah. it's so now like I watch a lot of YouTube and there's a lot of Pfizer commercials there. So like it'll be like Duplexa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For you know, uh, genital uh general herpes. Right. I like I'm a gay man who has uh who has uh, an arm rash, but I'm going to get vaccinated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm going to get vaccinated with dulexa. Yeah. A Pfizer vaccine. And he's not so now he's saying it's a Pfizer vaccine, like the sales pitch guy. Yeah. A Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. It's like that was never there before. No, like, there's always th-
1: some like. It's funny because the commercials were always some like an older guy, but like good looking, mm-hmm. and an older woman, but good looking, and they're out super active, and like the, the 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 drug was for like, you know, do you have chronic paralysis? And meanwhile, they're out playing tennis <laughs> and like riding bikes. <laughs> right. Like talk to your doctor about whatever drug, and. You Know they would the the one I hated the most was uh, it was um, do you have like something with v fib and afib? I'm like, it's just some random dude, like, just gets out from the hood. Do you have v fib? Okay, dude, working on your car. (laughs) So,
0: Kareem Abdul Jabbar now does a commercial for one of these drugs for afib. Like, afib is like this is a legit commercial. Uh, the leading. They say it's like the leading cause of stroke is AFib, atrial fibrillation. You should take, and it's like, take this drug, a Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you're going to sell me drugs now? Yeah. Like, you're well, then, selling me then they did the whole
1: pharmaceuticals? Pa- then there was the Paxlovid thing. Oh, my God. And, like, if it's COVID, Paxlovid, brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, did I ever tell you about that? So, my wife got covid and this was right after the Paxlovid came out. So she, she calls the doctor. She's not feeling great. She calls the doctor. And she asked about it. She goes, well, what about that uh, uh, COVID pill, the anti-COVID pill? And so the nurse started going through. She goes, well, we can do that, but let me let you know about the side effects first. And the side effects were horrible.
1: So there's a funny, SNL does the, the, the I, most of SNL is not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. What is funny is when they do the fake commercials. The fake commercials are hilarious. And the drug ones they do, and like, side effects may include death. Blood, like Blood coming out of your eyeballs. Blood coming out of your butt. Do, do not take whatever. They may always make some some funny name. Like, you know, if you're allergic to it or its ingredients, which is always like, well, maybe you should take it.
0: What are the ingredients? We can't tell you. Right.
1: But it's like, you know, side effects include, if you die, call your doctor.
0: Side effects include explosive diarrhea. Yeah. But, Heart explosion.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> right. When I look at these things, the, these drugs are always like, ask your doctor about, like, no, my doctor should know all this stuff. Right, correct. Correct. I'm not asking him about that. That's what I pay him money for. Do you know this stuff? Right. You know, ask your doctor about. And that's what they're hoping, like, that some idiot's like, oh, I've got toenail fungus. Let me go ask my doctor about this, you know.
0: Well, the doctors are worried, like, well, if I don't prescribe it, they're not going to come back to me and I can't earn money off of them. Right. Right, so I better prescribe it. Yeah. But you're right. And of course like, the
1: doctors know about it because some freaking farm rep with, like, you know, with, with, you know, legs going up for, you know, dress to the nine, she just came in and, like, oh, I'll sell whatever you want. <laughs>
0: like, well, then also, like.
1: Or am I selling butthole swabs? Like, right. oh, come get your butthole
0: swabs. Like, look, if you sell enough butthole swabs. <laughs> You know I might have a, a trip to Hawaii in it for you Ooh,
1: will you be there I'll right. be there too yeah, I'll be there
0: <laughs> I'll be at this conference we look, we'll, we'll pay for you to go to the conference yeah and it's like well where's the conference it's in Miami it's, it's in beautiful Miami or it's in wonderful Las Vegas you can come out we'll put you up we'll we'll get you you know a free suite at, at the MGM Grand or whatever yep. whatever golf hotels trips hot. yeah go, we'll, we'll, you let's play some golf together while we're out there it's yeah. on us yeah. Like doctors do get perks Yeah, from these pharmaceutical reps. Um, <clears throat> and it was funny. I believe, um, Dopesick kind of didn't show that part of it, but they did a little bit. Yeah. Um, but there was another one. I can't remember which movie it was, but it kind of showed that part of it though. And I think it was a movie. It was a movie about Viagra and how it kind of came about. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, but it was kind of how, like, because Pfizer came up with Viagra, too. And essentially, so Viagra was not initially made for to keep your dick hard. No. It, was, it right. was made for blood pressure, I believe. Yeah, Or, or a for heart blood, medication. blood or, circulation yeah. or something like that. And they just happened to find out during the trials, like, during, like, the third phase of whatever, that all the men were getting, like, elephant dick. Yeah. <laughs> and so by accident, they found out that Viagra was going to. And so they, they didn't market it for the other purpose at all? No. But they sure as hell went to every urologist's office and promoted it as the, as the Dick Pill, mm-hmm. and they, and the markup on it was whole, so high. Like five like if, go and look at Pfizer's profit margin back then when Vi- Viagra first came out, before Cialis came out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they were giving doctors like trips for for pushing it out, pushing it out, mm-hmm. pushing out. And, of course, every guy wanted it. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to have that? Yeah. You know, even, like,
1: young dudes that yeah. were trying to get there.
0: Well, then you're yeah, right. Then it became yeah. a recreational drug. Yeah. And so, I mean, that today is still, I believe, the highest revenue-producing drug ever made. Yeah. And I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Like no life saving drug comes close. No. But, but the one to keep a dick card is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and the funny thing is like for guys who goes go to, into a urologist now, like it's like, okay, well do you want Viagra, Cialis? And I think there's one more. And it's like you just I just get the pick? <laughs> it's like, okay, well let me let me try I'm sure a lot of people will go for like the blue one the viagra one just because that's the one everyone remembers and cialis had probably the worst advertising campaign like do you remember what they're it was like a man and a woman sitting in a tub overlooking a mountain
1: yeah they were up who thinks of this shit
0: you want to know where they should have advertised it should have advertised it in porn yeah you, you want to screw like that guy with the moose cock yeah guess what take cialis
1: yeah <laughs> Some vitamin C for you, buddy. Right. Like, that wouldn't... Like, like, you know how many guys would buy it who yeah. saw that video? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. That's where they should have been advertising. Hell, yeah. Not during a baseball game. Right. During porn. Right.
0: I'm watching baseball, but I'm getting a, I'm getting a stiffy watching
1: it. I bet you that the, the, the ad to advertise on Pornhub is probably a lot cheaper than to advertise during the Super Bowl. Hell, yeah. And you're reaching a lot more your target audience. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. And then, of course, now they got the ones where, like, now that they've they've wised up, we'll we'll send it directly to your home discreetly. Oh yeah, and, and then like no name box.
1: Different companies on the on the internet. That Roman, get yeah. hymns. Yeah. I'm just promoting them. I don't care. I don't,
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Like, if any of you guys want to average, if you guys want to sponsor the show, look, we got a spot open. Yeah. Well, like, I'll take a, 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 a hymns advertisement for, sure. for a free product. Yeah. Or you know, get Roman. <laughs> Get in, get over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's go. You Some uh, hair
1: loss stuff too. Let's right?
0: <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> A little propecia. Look, we, we are wide open. Gillette, come on now. I like, don't even
1: need the discreet thing. You just chuck it on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
0: like, how about we, we? I mean, Gillette's not as exciting, but I mean, I shave. Yeah, you, know? sh- you, you shave your head. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's do it. <laughs> we're wide open. I am. I am not opposed to selling out to anybody. No, I will. I, I'd probably hawk your, your, the drug that gave you the anal fissures. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> and I'll hawk the one that cures them. That's right.
0: <laughs> this is, if it, look, I got hemorrhoids. Tux, where are you at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the medicated pads? Yeah. I can sell a ton of those. <laughs> we got our target, our target audience is males in their, like, 35 to 65 range. We got a lot of hemorrhoids listening to this show. Yeah. Tux, let's get on this. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. Ah um, a commercial for you guys
0: lately right. <laughs> we we literally just did six ads in like two seconds. Know, and none free. of them sponsor us for free. <laughs> it's terrible. yeah <laughs> Speaking of things that we do enjoy, so we poured this before the show because we wanted we wanted this to breathe, as the wine people say. I wanted it to mellow out a little bit. So in the last episode, I talked about this uh, distillery I went to out in West Virginia called Devil's Do Distillery. Um, they couldn't have been nicer. And so we did the tour. We, we did some tastings. I, I really liked the, the, the whiskeys and bourbons that I tasted for them. So I ended up buying the bottle of their 90 proof. Um, they only, they only have one straight bourbon. It's like, you got to figure out which bottle, which label to figure out. It's a small distillery. They have one straight bourbon. And so I bought it, and we're gonna give it a try tonight. Again, it's Devil's Dew. its just literally called Devil's Dew straight bourbon whiskey. There's no, there's no other label or anything you gotta <laughs> worry about. Um, right now, as far as I know, if you're in Maryland like we are, I I had to go get, I had to go there and get it. But we went there because we were out there. and We wanted to go do a, a distillery tour. Uh, so we're gonna give it a try. I mean, you already tried it. What'd you think?
1: I enjoyed it. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, I still like it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. The one I had, all right. So when we were at the doing the tour, we got I got a taste of one that they haven't put out yet, and it was really good. It was a higher proof too. I want to say it was one. Shoot, it's going to kill me, but I want to say it was a one ten proof. In 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 the barrel still.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had some ice. I had it with some ice. <laughs> But man, was it smooth, and it was sweet. Yeah, like it, like you could, like I tasted sugar. Like I, oh, I wow. thought, I thought I had some sugar in there. Hmm. Um But I guess it's from the corn mash they do. Okay. There's some sweetness in it. Um. And unfortunately, I just tried to taste, it and the ice kind of got the way. Like I don't like. It was like the ice was blocking it from going into my mouth. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm like, you know, why is it working against me? <laughs> So I I'm, I'm drinking like I'm not getting anything. Yeah, I'm not getting. I'm not getting a thing. I got like a little sip of it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a little squirrel trying to get the rest of it. Um,
1: no, but. what the what hamster drinks out of? Mm-hmm. It's like the, <laughs> the little ball. You have to like knock the ball bearing out of the way. <laughs> Stupid ice.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that. That did not. That does not burn going down.
1: No, I. No, I had a little bit... Look, I let it mellow out, too, because my, my stomach's bothering me, but um, I'm still drinking bourbon. <laughs> my stomach's bothering me. It's
0: getting that bleach in there. Um, Cleaning it out.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Like, you know. So, this, um, is, this is
0: 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. This was aged four years. And... That is smooth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I might have some more. But it's... Uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's it definitely has like the alcohol taste to it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not even going by the fact that I mean I did not meet these dudes, but you were telling me about them and you know how they're cool and um, so yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty good.
0: That's right. This one actually. So this one says it's distilled from grain, so that's why it doesn't have as much sweetness to it. Okay. Um, like I said, I, I'm gonna like I'm gonna ha- I want him to email me whenever he gets that one out of the barrel. Mm-hmm. That we tried. That was really good. It wasn't even ready yet. Yeah. This one is a. This one's an easy drinker. This one, uh, I believe, it's a fifty dollar bottle though, so it's it's more expensive than what we normally go with. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's a very smooth. The the taste is not. I'm trying to be as honest as possible because I don't want like I don't want my my uh my day out there to influence my my tasting of it. Yeah. Um. It's funny, like, I feel like it definitely disappears off my tongue fairly quickly, though. Like, the taste of it going in is nice. It sits there nice. It goes down easy. hmm But as I'm sitting here now, maybe, like, a minute or two after I took a sip, it's almost all gone. Like, I don't, I don't, there's no lingering taste with okay. it. So I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. Some people will like that, others won't. Uh, I tend to like one that lingers a little bit, Mm -hmm. like a little bit. Like I like when the sweetness and the taste of the, of the the liquor kind of stays with you. Um, but that's just me. I don't know. I mean, some people might, this reminds me a little bit of the Basil Hayden toast, not in like, not in the way, like it's definitely a different feel on the tongue. Like that Basil Hayden toast, I felt like it evaporated really quickly. This is kind of somewhere in the middle of what we would normally drink and that. Where this evaporated quicker than normal, the other stuff that we drank, like the four roses from the last episode, mm-hmm. that kind of stuck around a little bit. Um, this one definitely kind of evaporates off the tongue quicker than that, but not as quick as the basil Hayden toast, which kind yeah. of for me that was almost like you drank it, swallowed it, and it was almost like you were breathing, like like you kind of had that yeah breath to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is somewhere in the middle. But it's tasty. I like it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. So, I would, like I, said, I, I really
0: want to wait for that other barrel to come out, but this one, this one's good. If if you get out there, and you can get it, I would say definitely pick one up. Um, I would like to. I, I really want to know what the some cult bourbon members would say about it because. I don't I, like. They'll probably be able to compare it better than we would, just because we we haven't tasted as many as they have. But, yeah. Um. I don't know from from a a beginner standpoint for a ninety proof. This is in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would drink this. I well, I am drinking this, but yeah. you know, I, I would pour this if I was having one by myself, though. Right. And there's there's a very few I would say that with. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, the ones you really like are the ones you pour when you're by yourself and you just want to drink. Yeah. You, you want to have a drink at the end of the night. hmm This is one of those.
1: Yeah, or for me, like, you know, sit on the back deck and I have a, a porch TV that I found on, a, it was on the side of the road with a free sign on it, so that's my porch TV. Put the baseball game on and have a glass of bourbon after the kids go to bed. Like, that's, you know, that's kind of the nice, uh, you know, the, that's kind of the the me time. The one that I want to be around. Mm-hmm. Right now I have two that I'm not quite so wild about. Well, I actually have three. Um, so this could definitely be one of them. Yeah. One of the ones that I want to drink. The, the thing is, when I like them, they don't last long. So. <laughs> isn't that the point? so
0: not to go back into the episode that we did last week, but there was a guy in one of those Facebook groups, and he showed like... He had like 25 unopened bottles of whiskey. Like the purpose of it is to drink it. Yeah. I mean, I guess some of these guys collect it. And I guess like wine people do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Or they're saving things for a special occasion. But it's like.
1: Well, some of them are like so old and are expensive and you don't want to open it. You just have it to say you have it. Which to me, that's pretty dumb. But it actually reminds me. There was. (laughs) There's <laughs> some kid that was like scamming people on wine and making a ton of money off of like swapping labels off a of bottle, and all these like super pretentious wine douches. He was like fooling them. So um I wish we had a Jamie here that he could look that up, right? And so it was I like some Asian kid did it and like made millions of dollars scamming people on bottles of wine and people were so stupid they some famous politician in Virginia got was uh was like was uh you know fell for it
0: there was a kids TV show that kind of that was that was the uh the plot line Mm -hmm. for the show yeah for like like they ran it over a couple multiple months Mm -hmm. um like the kid's dad was in jail and she was now gonna run a job where like She was working at this restaurant, and she was swapping wine label bottles, uh, wine labels, and selling them to people. Mm -hmm. Like, she was giving the customers the cheap, cheapy wine with the good label. Yeah. And she was selling the really good wine unmarked for a discounted price. Yeah. Like, it sounds like that's exactly what this kid was doing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but anyway, this is, I like this one, uh. In the next couple of weeks, we'll we'll have we'll we'll do like a bourbon taste. We'll do like a blind taste test of of a bunch of them, like like maybe four or five. Um, but we were talking about Tucker. That was what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. So my my question is this:
1: Sour grapes. Sour grapes is the it was a documentary. Okay. Um, and it was a a counterfeiter befriended a bunch of rich and powerful people sold millions of uh yeah so I'll have to see um I'm not sure what the kid's name was but yeah he he ended up yes yeah, defrauded a whole bunch of people which those I'm kind of like I'm like okay they're victims but I'm kind of okay with it because you're being a douche to begin with
0: well that's another thing like so for for me like with wine I'm not a wine guy. And the only wines I really like are like sweet wines, right? Yeah. But I don't want like a Riesling dessert wine. No. I want like a wine. Yeah. <clears throat> so I found some on the eastern shore of Maryland. Um that I really, really like. But it's funny, like if I ever if I ever sit down with actual wine people, I could tell like I'm like, Hey, you gotta try this. They try and like, oh, it's very nice. It's like you could tell, it's like not up to the snobbery level. Yeah, I was like, man, screw you guys. This tastes good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it's not the point of like you want to drink something that tastes good and can get you a little smashed. Like isn't mm-hmm. that the point of alcohol? Like let's face it, what is alcohol about? Yeah, like, we're we're all trying to get a little buzz on. Yeah, yeah we're, not do, we're not doing we're not doing it for the if we want stuff for taste we just drink Kool Aid. Right, <laughs> because Kool Aid's amazing.
1: Coke, I love Coke. Yeah, and Coca Cola, not cocaine. No, well, <laughs> I mean,
0: could be in there. Yeah. Uh, that and, I mean, Coca-Cola can strip the innards of you, yeah. apparently. Like, they use Coke for, like, <laughs> a lot of strange stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I used to drink a ton of it. I, don't, I barely drink it now. Like, I'll drink it when I go out to eat. Um, but, like, an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Like, if I, if I go to, like, a barbecue or something, and someone has a cooler, and they have, like, cans of Coke in there, I'm definitely drinking one.
0: For me, it was always the Coca-Cola from McDonald's. Mm. Apparently they they had like a special formulation for McDonald's. Oh, okay. And it was like extra sweet. Hmm. It just was so good. Which yeah. by the way, at the end of this we should probably give a weight loss update. Because <laughs> we haven't done that in like four weeks. Yeah. We haven't done almost a month. Um but going back to Tucker, so Tucker's gonna go, eventually either his contractor's gonna run out, or he's gonna do a buyout, or they're gonna give him a severance, something's gonna happen where he's a free agent. Some people said, though, they're taking him off the air and they're not going to let him do anything until after the 2024 election. And that's going to hurt Donald. It'll hurt Donald Trump. It'll hurt DeSantis because the the voice of conservatives is gone. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to be true, but because I I don't think anything can stop him from doing guest spots. So his voice will still
1: be there somewhere. Here's the thing. You've got a bunch of people out there that are already conspiracy leaning anyway. If you were to do that, you're just pouring gasoline on that fire. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, seriously, that would be, uh, you know, like, they already think you're all crooked and in bed together anyway. And you probably are. But go and do that. I mean, it's just, it's... Now, they have Hannity still on Fox. And Hannity and Trump, I mean, I I used to I'd be like, dude, just... It's almost like your North Korean state TV talking about dear leader, <laughs> right? Like it's bad. Like what is this? Um, so you still have that aspect, but Tucker was one of the few, on maybe the only one, that was kind of anti-war. Um, didn't really go after it. Now the left called him the the pro Russia, this that the other. It's just because they're all getting their checks written by by um, the establishment, the big, big defense and all that stuff. So that's why they're kind of – that's why they would go that. But Hadney's very – I mean he hasn't – he's not anti-war. He's anti anything Joe Biden does.
0: He's a neocon. Yeah. He, he's straight up pro-war. He, yeah. he is the establishment. Yeah. This is going to be interesting and you're going to think I'm nuts. So normally I, don't, I won't listen to Stephen A. Smith, right? The guy loves to hear himself talk. Mm-hmm. And he started a new podcast. Everyone, everyone in their asshole has a podcast, right? Including us
1: two assholes. Right. But ours is older than Stephen A. Smith's.
0: Correct. We're the only people. We've been around over two years, believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> for all of you out there. If you've been listening since this day one, you've been listening to us for two years. I don't know what's wrong with you, but thank you. <laughs> so he started one. He recently did an interview with Clay Travis. Now, for people who don't know, Clay Travis uh, started a, uh, a sports reporting f- uh, outfit called Outkick. <coughs> he used to be with ESPN. He was with Fox Sports. He, then he did his own thing with Outkick. Outkick got very, very... Um, because the when when ESPN tilted their stuff to be very political... He did not, or he went the other way politically, and he gained a very large audience. Fox um, brought him and Buck Sexton in to replace Rush Limbaugh. At the same time, though, they bought OutKick. Mm -hmm. So now OutKick is part of basically Fox Sports. They're basically part of it now. But he still runs OutKick, so he can run it as he sees fit. So he brought in Tommy Laren, who used to be a Fox News person. Yeah. Um, so Clay Travis is not of the ESPN woke model, and Stephen A. Smith interviewed him on his podcast called No Mercy. It was a really good interview. They both had a good rapport with each other. Mm-hmm. Um. They both agreed on a lot of stuff, and Stephen A. Smith got flamed by the left media for doing this.
1: Yeah.
0: He even went further, said he wants to interview Candace Owens. Stephen A. Smith might be going in a different direction from ESPN Mm -hmm. sooner rather than later. He might see the, the writing on the wall with all the ESPN layoffs Mm -hmm. because he's the highest paid guy over there. Yeah. He might be saying, look, I'm not long for ESPN. They're going to fire me. So he might be, he might be trying to pull the the, the liberal voice with conservative guests. And that, there might be a place for that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he ever did a, a, a Tucker interview, like with those two opposing views, like you're talking like the largest name in sports media, liberal sports media. Yeah. And the largest name in conservative news, mm-hmm. and they do an interview. Shoot, man, he could make that a three-episode podcast, and uh, it would do ratings through the roof. Yeah,
1: and I and I think the thing is, and I said this a whole bunch when the populist left and the populist right figures out that they have a lot more in common than they have, uh, than, than, than they than they thought. That's what that is. What the. Neocons and neolibs and a st- that is what they're fearful of.
0: Well, and they're doing everything they can to separate the two. I will say this the Democrat Party, right now, their ability to recruit young kids is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. You go on TikTok where the kids are, and there are these two kids. I think one's like Harry Sisson, and I forget something, Chuck Mowry, or something Mowry. They're these two kids. They look like they're teenagers, but I think they're in their 20s. Mm-hmm. It's douche bro times two. Like, they look like bros. Yeah. They're literally, like, going right after who would normally be considered young Republicans with the way they look. And they just hammered Democrat talking points
1: mm-hmm.
0: in these TikTok videos and on Twitter. And then on Twitter, you got the Krasenstein brothers, JoJo from Jers, Brooklyn Dad. Um, -hmm. literally another 20 to 30 people who just post out Democrat, the Democrat establishment shit. Yeah. Like the Democrat ground game online, (laughs) it's, it's, it's basically a PSYOP against kids Mm -hmm. because the GOP doesn't have anyone doing any kind of advertising. It's not even advertising. It's like these kids believe this shit and it's like they're pushing it as their ideas like they're great salespeople they work for a company called Palette marketing though mm-hmm. Like that's who they're employed by so the dnc pays pallet marketing and Palette marketing pays these kids to make the tiktok videos
1: with the talking points and like no one bothers and, to look not even like don't even take a deep dive into it just open the cover of the bullshit book, and see that it's like, oh, these are young, fresh voices. You no, know, it's, it's it's coming directly from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all the, and you know that guy that shit his pants. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? God, who is it? Jerry uh, Nadler. <laughs> yes,
0: that video is hysterical.
1: <laughs> and Joe Biden, like, and it's coming directly from these people, from these clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one. They're like, oh, they're young and cool and hip. But they're getting their marching orders from the the geriatric patient in the White House.
0: Well, and, all the, and, and then you got all the Antifa kids. Mm-hmm. Remember the Just the Idea Antifa? Yeah. Yeah. These militant Antifa kids. So eventually they get arrested, right? They go to the wrong place, get arrested. They're not let go immediately. Yeah. So their names get recorded. Mm-hmm. And it turns out a lot of these kids are from these wealthy liberal families. Yeah. Which is why they get let out. Yeah. Because their parents are... Are, are very influential. Yeah. And they can... They either have the connection with the liberal DA or whoever it is, and they get the kid out. Yeah. And a lot of times they get the kid out before the name's announced, or the mm-hmm. name's even on record. But that's this this ground game that the Democrats have that the GOP never has. Mm-hmm. It's why most people, like... <clears throat> These white liberal kids don't end up voting GOP until they're in their thirties to forties when they finally figure out it was all bullshit. Right? Right. And I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't no, get me wrong. My dad was not liberal.
1: Yeah,
0: my mom was partially liberal, mm-hmm. but you got to keep in mind we like they're both from New England. Yeah. So my dad's version of conservative isn't really conservative. I mean, yeah, John F. Kennedy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, my theory on John F. Kennedy. And the reason why him and Bobby Kennedy got killed was because they were trying to actually move the party, yeah. the Democrat Party. And they were like, oh, no, 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 you don't. Yeah. And pew-pew. <laughs> and they were gone. Same thing with MLK.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They like, look, I'm, you know, I'm going to wear my helmet here. But I think that was all part of the same same plot. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, we can't have any of this. Yeah. Yep. And, and probably, oh, you want to work together? Probably Malcolm Uh-oh. X, too. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt that.
1: But, no, the FBI had a file on... MLK and he was in Memphis because that was after the pa- passage of the Civil Rights Act. Um, he was working uh, something about the Poor People's Movement or Working People's Movement or something like that. So, yeah, they were following. They've been spying domestically forever. Correct. Like this is nothing new.
0: Problem is now, now people have access information. They now know it. Yeah. Now it's not a conspiracy anymore. Yeah. The only people who think it's conspiracy are the people that don't want to know. Right. Because that information is out there in front of you.
1: Yeah. Or the mainstream media.
0: I mean, we talked about the restrict act mm-hmm. like last uh, two episodes ago. <clears throat> the, the, the the How vague that is uh-huh. allows law enforcement to do whatever they want. Yeah. And it's not local law enforcement. I'm sorry. That's federal law enforcement doing yeah. this. Look, I mean are there issues with local law enforcement? To me that's more there are some issues with certain law enforcement officials locally. That's more easily fixable because a majority a majority of the local law enforcement are just they're they're just straight up guys, like and girls. Like they're there to clock in, clock out. If they're called to do something to help, they'll help. Like it's almost like like you go to your job as an accountant, most of your job is putting numbers in the right places. Yeah. There's very few times where you have some emergency and you're really called on to use your skills, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, police officers probably get called in a few more times to use those (laughs) skills. Yeah, you know, but, but my point is, a successful day for most local law enforcement is you clock in, you do your 12, 8 to 12 hours, you clock out and you go home. Everyone's yeah. happy. Maybe you wrote a ticket or two. Hopefully you got someone who was nice when you pulled them over and they said, okay, thank you. And, they
1: catch a bad guy here <laughs> or there. Sure.
0: And I'm sure like the 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 other guys who got to do, go kick in doors probably got a little bit more on them, you know, but whatever. Um, but when you look at the numbers, the, there isn't a widespread problem with police officers. Now there is, every once in a while you see the, you see the clips, and there's there's one on like Facebook where it's like rate the police officer, and like sometimes the police officer's dick, yeah, yeah, you know, like like there was one where this kid was walking down the street, and this police officer stopped him, said, "Well, people in the neighborhood said you were suspicious," and the kid's like, "Yeah, I'm just walking." Okay, let him go at that point. Well, this yeah. police officer didn't. He tried to get him a whole bunch of bullshit because the guy felt he because the kid was being a little bit of a dick.
1: Sometimes it, comes to, it, it becomes it a dick measuring competition.
0: Yeah, and the kid was being a little bit of a dick. Yeah, and rather than just something letting, something doesn't him, want to check their ego. Yeah, and rather than letting the kid go. They decided to get into it and make up a whole bunch of shit. And the kid on uh, the kid knew what he was talking about. The kid yeah. knew his law, his, his rules, his rights, or whatever it was. And eventually, like uh, another officer came and like, okay, gotta let him go. Like, yeah. But sometimes doesn't have like whatever. There are one-off situations like that. Some people and the other thing is, some people have a bad fucking day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately, as a police officer, can you really? You can't We're really afford a bad day.
1: Personalities. Sure. Some people are just. How many times have you gone to the DMV? And the person you're dealing with is just a complete dick. Right. Does everyone who – is everyone at the DM – are they all dicks? No. That one was. Yeah. But because you only go there every now and then, your experience is limited. Just like how many times does the average person get stopped by the police? Not much. So if you deal with that one guy who's just a dick, then you think, oh, well, you know, this guy's a – they're all like that. Well, just that one guy. And the thing is like – the guy could be completely right in what he's doing. But if he's a dick, then that's what's going to stick out. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. But you're right. And and so I, mean, I don't want to get in that level of it because, I mean, that conversation would be a whole nother yeah. topic. But with federal law enforcement, you're right. They've been going after the, they've been going after the American public. I, I wouldn't say the American public. They probably went after high profile people at first. But as the agency gets bigger and the and the and it gets harder to contain information.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it, when you looked at like some of the people that the FBI wanted information on or silenced on Twitter from the Twitter files. Yeah. Some of those people only had like twelve followers. Oh yeah. Like why are you trying to silence that? No one's right. listening to it anyway.
1: Right. You like, silence us. <clears throat> right. <laughs> no. Silence us, it doesn't make much of a difference. <laughs> right. No one's listening to it anyway. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Take down our Twitter account? Okay, yeah, great, <laughs> super. I mean, you know, I mean like it—it's it, it, just
1: that level, though. It's like, okay, what what's going on here? But that's when you know you think. I mean, first of all, I think the the, the federal government is just too big, They're involved in too much. I don't think this is what the founding fathers had envisioned um, when they first started, and then. You get into post nine eleven, Patriot Act. Um, now they have to justify what they're doing, so they go and they find these terrorists. I think I've spoken about this before, where like they find some loser, and they befriend him, and then they say, "Hey, you know, you hate the government, right? Oh yeah, I hate the government. Let's blow the government up." And they make a fake bomb, and then the FBI comes in and locks them up like they're the heroes. Like, dude, you did all of this, right? You know what was the the, the whole governor of Michigan thing? Where like they were all feds. Oh, it was a,
0: it was a group of I think it was a group of 20, 20 people. Sixteen were feds or confidential informants. Yeah, they had four dudes that weren't involved with it. <laughs> like they're, the the last four, and they and they put the last four guys in jail. Yeah, it's like. One, they they must have had the worst lawyers, yeah, on earth to not get that dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, it, it, it's strange. It's like, why are you? I, I have a feeling I know why. But to to look at the federal government, though, can you name me one thing, one mass program or one one large program to help the people? That's actually run well, and no, I'll just I'll stop that. Run well. VA healthcare, hell no. No. Social Security, no, because they keep saying it's insolvent every three yeah. fucking years. Social Security is another thing that just I I can't stand the way they they the the government has mismanaged that.
1: Yeah.
0: Everyone's like, well, it's an entitlement program. No. You pay into it. It's an earned income program, yeah. And if the money was managed properly,
1: right, and not they weren't raiding it to pay for other bullshit. Well, that's
0: so. The, people that don't know, the federal government borrows money from Social Security at an absurdly low interest rate, like almost zero. Uses that money to fend to, to fund other things, and then tries to tell you it's insolvent. Yeah. Whereas if it was done as a pension program, for example, like. Um, the state level programs, for mm-hmm. example, the New York State pension program, Calpers in California, the Canadian pension system. Mm-hmm. These are all programs that are allowed to invest in the stock market or in other investment vehicles. Yeah. even bonds for crying out loud, Bonds would earn you six to seven percent of the money, not point five percent. Yeah, or zero. They're 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 being allowed to borrow and nothing. And they're making Social Security Mm insolvent. Whereas if Social Security, I believe, was put in place in the 70s? No. No, no, earlier? Roosevelt did it. So 40s. 30s. 30s. Yeah. If the money was allowed to be invested the way it should have been, it would be not only insolvent, or not only solvent, but the payouts would be bigger. Yeah. Because of how much money would be in it. Mm-hmm. But the government screwed that up. Yeah. They screw everything up. Hey, want to know how they screwed up Medicare and Medicaid? Well, up until about last year, they couldn't negotiate drug prices. So they overpaid for everything. Yeah, Everything. You made health care
1: cost five times what it should have. Mm-hmm. Well, it's any, anything they get involved in, the cost goes up. Yes. Students, uh, education. So when they know that everyone, go, when these colleges and universities know that everyone can go to school, and they're going to have a federally backed loan, they just make the cost go up because the kids are going to get the money to do it. Mm-hmm. I think Princeton, Princeton's endowment and the return on that investment covers all of their operating costs. Everyone who goes to Princeton could go there for free, mm-hmm. but they still charge sixty grand a year to go there I because least- the government will continue to write loans. For, for people to do it. i like say you had daycare, right? And they said, Hey, we're gonna take daycare and we're gonna give everyone X amount to to supplement daycare. So all the daycare providers, so like say you and I would we probably wouldn't meet meet the minimum income, like we wouldn't our income would, would be above what would qualify for, but we still need daycare. Mm-hmm. So say we have a daycare provider that's paying we're able to spend two fifty a week for daycare. For an infant, that's probably reasonable. But say the feds come and say, "Hey, we're going to give everyone five hundred dollars per week." Well, they're going to raise us to five hundred dollars per week because they figure, "Oh, they can get. Oh, you can't. You can't get the government subsidy. Okay, well then see ya, because someone who can get the government subsidy will. So you've just artificially increased the price of that of daycare."
0: Yeah, or or I mean, or the other part of it is, if if everyone can now, and this is going to sound awful, but if everyone can now afford health, can afford daycare. Everyone is now, and, and there's three good daycares. Everyone wants to go to those three daycares. Those three daycares can now up the price. Yeah. Because they've got 20 spots and they got 30 people that want to get them.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: they're going to charge more for them. Yeah. And so people are now going to pay over the subsidy yeah. to go to those daycares. So you're right. The cost of daycare is going to go up. It's inflation. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. <coughs> um, sorry for coughing in everyone's ear there. Um but i'm tr- i'm trying to think of other large government programs that are run well. Certainly not defense. We overpay for ships, planes, yeah. bombs. Yeah. Because well, we have to. Otherwise they won't make them.
1: Mhm.
0: Con- because we spend more than the next 9 countries combined on defense. Yeah. We're keeping Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, Boeing, well maybe not boeing cuz they make airplanes and the private air industry buys a ton of those but we're keeping a lot of these companies open yeah because we're the largest customer
1: there's no wars being fought oh wait there is now we're dropping bombs on ukraine
0: sure sure I mean, look there's always going to be a war to be fought yeah. we're going to we're going to drop bombs on islands with no people just cuz we got to use up bombs yeah we're going di- to we're going to say there's some dictator there who's Ethnically cleansing somebody. hmm And there's probably nobody there. Yeah. Like, like they give a crap about the Sudan. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know, they're going to let them die. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to probably drop some bombs in there, too. We're going to side with one side.
1: hmm
0: And we're going to drop some bombs, because we need to drop some bombs so we can buy new bombs and support our friends. Right. And, and you know, McDonnell Douglas or whoever's making bombs. I don't even know who makes the bombs. Yeah. I'd you know, be- I mean... I mean and we can't have a ship that's perfectly good, you know. We can't keep that running for another fifteen years, so we got to build another one of those,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it costs us fifty billion dollars for a new aircraft carrier. So yeah. let's go with that, you know. Even though the ones we have are nuclear powered and can run for a hundred years without refueling, yeah. You know, so I'm just trying. To, I'm I'm really trying to think of a government program that's really well run.
1: And there's a federal interstate system that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, but that, that was done way back in what? The
1: 50s. Eisenhower yeah. did it. And we haven't updated it. And it was actually it. done to transport nuclear weapons.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and we certainly haven't kept it in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's driven down 95 in the past 10 years? Yeah. Good luck not breaking an axle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Or roads they're constantly working on. Sure. Like the west side of 695. That it, <laughs> They've been working on it forever. <laughs> the Springfield Interchange. It
0: costs too much to move the orange barrels at this yeah. point because <laughs> they've been there so long. Yeah. So, so where does Tucker go from here? That was that was the focus, right? <coughs> where does Tucker go? I don't. I don't know if they let him on the air. You're right, though. I, I think if they if they don't let him on the air before the election. The conspiracies will come through the roof. But at this point though, what's the downside of that? Yeah. Who cares if there's conspiracy theorists? Yeah. We can shut them up.
1: Yeah. And just wait a couple of years before they're proven right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I I see him going when he does come back, it's not gonna be an internet platform. Someone will throw podcasts, it maybe a whole channel type of deal. Um he, he'd make more money independently outside of Fox News anyway, or outside of the mainstream media conglomerates, which is really a dying breed anyway. Like, they keep shouting and trying to say how good they are while constantly undercutting their own credibility. So, they can only lie so much. Yeah, I mean... it Because really, every major issue that's come up, they've lied about. Who Who...
0: All right, who was the biggest voice in the conservative movement for years upon years?
1: You had Rush Limbaugh on AM Talk Radio.
0: Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. that's. This is where my mind's going. What if they kind of said to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, look, thanks for taking over for the main man. Because you never want to be the guy that replaces the, the legend. Yeah. You want to be the next guy in. Yeah. What if Tucker did Rush Limbaugh on steroids? So you you put him on the AM radio, mm-hmm. but you put him on FM radio. You put him on a live podcast at the same like all at the same time. Like you basically yep. multicast yep. it. Yep,
1: and Rumble he would, YouTube all. And, he,
0: and he would own it. Yeah, let him own it. Or maybe whoever whoever owns that Rush Limbaugh spot. I, I think if he did that though, and he did the AM talk show in the morning. Um, I think that's where he would probably be most successful, mm-hmm. especially if he multicast it because a lot of the conservative voices in the movement now do evening shows. Well, I shouldn't say that Crowder is the biggest name, although he's under some fire right now because of the whole divorce thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He does a morning show, but he starts, I think at like 10, nine or 10 in the morning where rush was an early morning guy. I think,
1: the rush was like lunchtime. Was it? Oh, I thought he was 6 a.m. He, no. was not, he was okay. So he's well, maybe he, maybe he did, maybe he does do the morning though. AM radio is still pretty much dominated by conservatives because old people listen to it,
0: right? <laughs> so, but imagine if you could do AM, FM, YouTube, Rumble podcast and just multicast it out mm-hmm. there, and that way people could listen to it whenever they want, yeah. But you hit a drive time in the morning on the radio, mm-hmm. or like you said, or hit afternoon. Yeah, hit a drive time. I mean, I think that's probably where his earning potential is greatest on his own. But like you said, though, does he want to go on his own? He's got that Swanson money, though. Yeah, he's part of the Swanson family. Mm-hmm. He could. Pro- I mean, and he's been making what twenty million a year. He doesn't
1: have to do anything,
0: right? But he could probably fund his own. Yeah. Because starting a program, I mean, shoot, we've, we've proven that. Starting one, a podcast and all this other stuff. If you have the know-how, a little bit of know-how. Yeah. Other than the AM and FM radio, which I know nothing about, you can start this for 500 bucks.
1: hmm
0: and, and just do it from your home. Yeah. AM and FM, I don't know enough about it. You you'd need someone that owns the stations and the
1: stuff. You become a syndicated. Yeah. And that's, that's like Rush Limbaugh was the... What was it, the EIB network? Yeah. Excellence in broadcasting. And he was just syndicated. Yeah. So different radio stations would cover him depending, you know, wherever you were. And you eventually get... Uh, ben Shapiro has a uh, syndicated he, radio. People thought that he would go to Daily Wire.
0: Because Daily Wire kind of fits his mold. Yeah. That's a possibility. I mean, Daily Wire's got some money to throw at him. Mm-hmm. I mean... And they and they could put him on all those platforms. Yeah, that's a. I mean, I think that's probably the most logical landing point for him is Daily Wire. Um, whether they would do an AM and FM show with him, I don't know because they don't really do that or do. They, does Does Shapiro do a radio show? Yeah, I know, like Larry Elder at the Epic Times does, but he he does a he, He's been a long time LA radio show host for mm-hmm. years. Um, for those that don't know who Larry Elder is, look him up. Very intelligent person. Um, his mentor was Thomas Sowell. For the people that don't know that, who that yep. is, look him up. Um, yeah, it's
1: funny because when he was running for against Gavin Newsom in that recall election, he was called the black face of white supremacy. Oh my God, that was! I, I can't believe someone actually said that. And then all the barking seals were arr, 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 the you know. Well,
0: and then they use that term for anybody, Any, anyone, who was black that talked. Like, uh, with a conservative mindset. Yeah. They were the black face of white supremacy.
1: Do apparently not have your opinion? No. It, it depended on your skin color. So like,
0: That made no sense to me. But it was effective and it was catchy. And people yeah. bought into it. God. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the weird... People will people will buy into anything. Like, they just want to belong to a group and they'll buy into anything that belonged to it. And I don't know if it's loneliness or what. I don't know why people... I don't know why people are that, I don't want to say gullible, because gullible is not the right word. It's, people are, desperate is not the right word either. I don't know whether, they have that much
1: longing to belong. Yeah, well, it, I th- it's, it comes to the, the whole, you know, going back to the the mask shaming. You know, look at me. I'm following all the rules. I'm wearing my mask, and you're not, and I'm better than you. So it's a need to belong to a group, need to identify, and they need to feel better than somebody else. And then some people are just mean. They just want to be dicks, and they, that gives them a perfect excuse to be a dick. Remember the videos of all those old boomers yelling at people for, you're going to kill me, and like approaching people who weren't wearing a mask while wearing their 18 masks, saying how that person was going to kill them? Stand over there, dude. Right. Problem solved. No, you had to come over here. So, um Yeah. And like don't worry, I get it though.
0: I, I get I understand the need to want to belong. Yeah. Because I want to belong. I just don't want to belong to that cult or that <laughs> cult or that cult. Even the even we talked about this last week, even the whiskey cult. Yeah. It's like it's like part of it makes me cringe. See, I'm happy being left alone. Just leave me alone. But you but here's the thing, you want to be left alone, but you also
1: you like to belong to the pool. I think the pool's a little bit different than It's a social group. Yeah, but it's different than wearing your 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 safety muzzle to be a dick to people. But if it gets you But if doing that
0: one thing gets you friends if it gets you
1: out of being lonely Maybe but, it's easy I got plenty of friends. Maybe it's different because I'm not but you have, it, uh, but you have yeah. it because of things that you've joined. Yeah, like whether
0: it be a neighborhood that you live in, a pool that you belong to,
1: such community, that sort of thing. Right, and or, there are plenty of people that club. there are plenty of people that don't have that. A lot of people don't. And have they used that. to. They used to get that through church. Yes, and no one goes to church anymore.
0: I, so I mean, I equate it like to the Elks. Like I want to belong to the Elks club. Yeah, you like to belong to the Elks. I mean, it, because you're looking for people that are are like minded. That you mm-hmm. enjoy being around. Yeah. Well, let's say you're new to an area, or you're new to a, uh, whatever. You're new to the political sphere, or online, or you're looking for some place to join. And if you if you got a... Yeah, if if you want to belong to a group and the group that's willing to accept you likes to suck on donkey dick, well, you might suck on donkey dick <laughs> to join that group.
1: Uh, I mean, and, if you're desperate
0: enough, and, and you and you might. <laughs> And you might look down and yell at the people who like bear penis, right? Because it's not donkey dick, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a little extreme, but you know, what I'm saying like that's the thing. Like, if if the donkey dicks and the bear penises don't like each other, you're going to deride bear penis, and you're going to love some donkey dick. Talk shit on the bear penis people. Damn right you are, because that's going to ingratiate they stole the
1: virtues of the donkey, you.
0: and that's because that's going to ingratiate you with the donkey dick people. True. And maybe that'll get, maybe they'll get you some more friends quicker than you would have gotten it if you didn't. Mm -hmm.
1: Or if you have no ability to socialize or make friends of your own, which there's a whole lot of that out there. There is. I'm just that like, I think everybody, to a certain extent,
0: joins a group and maybe compromises a little bit to be able to join a group. Yeah, you know, maybe like they don't say exactly what they want to say to the people in the donkey dick group. Because yeah. they want the donkey dick group to people to, like they want them to like them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm using the word donkey dick a lot you in are. this episode. This is getting a little extreme. <laughs> I should have probably thought of a different example. Yeah. <laughs> I should have definitely come up with something else. But you get what I'm saying. You're willing to compromise. Like you're, you are You don't totally disbelieve what you're saying about them, about the other group. But you maybe go a little bit harder at it. So that the people that you're trying to ingratiate yourself yeah. with take in a little faster. Mm-hmm. But then after a while you might think, Well, geez, I really don't think about that. I don't I don't really think that way about those other people. And so now you're wondering why you're in this group. Especially if you find another group that takes you that, that wants you in yeah. just as much as the other. Except now you can be more real. You're you're being more true to yourself by being in the group that likes banana peels. Mm-hmm. Banana peel group. You, know, you love bananas. You love the banana peels. You know, and you don't hate the apple peel group.
1: No.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like The banana peel group ain't making fun of the apple peel group. They're I spent the mask. last
1: three years telling you how much I hated them.
0: Right. So Right. Um, so I'm just saying, like, I understand the, the need and the want to belong. And I also understand that people can go overboard to try to ingratiate themselves with those groups. Unfortunately, there's some real-world consequences with some of these cults. Mm-hmm and like there's there's no real-world consequence with us joining the the whiskey cult. No. You know what I'm saying? Like we we can still be ourselves and form our own little sect, which by the way, go to slash donate to join our cult. <laughs> um but there's no real-world ramifications to this. Like, no one's dying because we decided drink whiskey over beer, right? But we're, and we're not making fun of the beer people either. That's the difference, so where does Tucker end up? That's how somehow that we keep we keep trying to come yeah. back to where Tucker's gonna go maybe Tucker will end up in our basement in this basement be. here if Tucker's listening
1: it's an open invitation
0: open anytime you want you come down you talk to us in this basement we don't earn jack for money so you don't have to worry about us being money motivated at all if you want you know people want to sponsor that show come on over (laughs)
1: let
0: me know contact at drivewaybeerspodcast.com promotion slash hashtag promotion
1: he's got a home here that's right (laughs) and driveway beers productions
0: driveway is right (laughs) i mean so yeah and yeah we're i don't know I, i i i wish him the best of luck he'll land somewhere he really will.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I hope Don Lemon lands somewhere, and he can be who he really wants to be.
1: Yeah, I don't. I've never been a fan of that guy. I don't know. Well, no one knows me. I, I don't want anything bad to happen to him. You know, <clears throat> I, don't want
0: another, I don't want anything bad to happen anyway. But right, shoot, if he rides off into the sunset, and lives with his husband, and yeah, just
1: lives out his life, that's good, I,
0: good on you, man.
1: I mean, that's the. That's. The, I feel like we, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to sleep on my large pile of money at night. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, but I think like, there is a certain degree of narcissism in these folks that keeps them. They have to stay in the public view. Yeah. I've very few
0: people that put themselves out there like this, like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me the other day. They said, oh, you guys are going to be famous someday. I was like, no. I said, if we ever get to that point, because we we've talked about this, I'd probably be... I'd probably want to shut it down more. Yeah. If we ever got to a point where we couldn't... Like, if people recognize us and stuff, I'm not comfortable with that. Mm-mm. I don't mind talking to this microphone. I hope people can relate to it when we do yeah. it. But I'm not comfortable with my life changing. I like my life. Mm-hmm. I like the comfort I have. I like I like the marriage I have. I, I don't want things to interfere with how I live.
1: What's that movie Don't Look Up? Which one? Remember that movie? Did you ever watch Dead I did Look not out? see it. it was, I heard it was good, though. It was. And so I think Matt Damon's the professor Okay, who discovers the asteroid. <laughs> him and one of, there's a girl that works for him, I think it was Jennifer Lawrence, maybe, discovered this asteroid. So he becomes this famous guy overnight. He's on all the talk show hosts, this and that. But he's got a nice wife, lives in a little house, you know, drives a, an old Honda Accord, like your typical, what you would assume, a college professor. Now all of a sudden he's like famous. All these women love him. He starts banging like the <laughs> the you know your the prototypical TV news host. I forget who played her, and his life just falls apart. Meanwhile, like there is an actual asteroid coming to destroy the Earth. So um, in the end, he wishes he had his family and plain Jane wife in suburbia back. Hell yeah, man! So like for some people that like that
0: old school American dream. It's still the American dream. That's yeah. my that's my American dream. Mm-hmm. I live here. I got I got my my two kids, my one wife, and our house. Yep. And I'm perfectly happy with mm-hmm. this. I don't want fame. Anyone? I mean, I wouldn't mind if we, this thing made some more money. But you want to know what? With with Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we earn like they with their sponsorship this podcast doesn't cost us any money. Yeah. Except for the bourbon that we drink. Right. <laughs> we probably would have bought that anyway. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> they, 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 look, they're just supporting a habit <laughs> at this yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're literally making it so we can drink it with a microphone in our face. Yeah, yeah. We were going to drink it anyway.
1: Well, that, yeah, that was happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the beer. I mean, yeah. we did beer episodes. We were drinking the beer anyway. Yeah, yeah I was going to We drink- might not have drinking the horrible beer.
1: Right. I <laughs> probably <laughs> wouldn't have drinking the... Banquet beer and the natty ice, but
0: I don't know about that. I wouldn't, I definitely would not have drinking the hams or the Foster's. That's for damn sure. No, um, but you don't think that our group of friends would have been stupid enough to one night say, Hey, we should do a bad beer drink, right? (laughs) No, no, we definitely, we're that stupid, yeah. Like, this is not a front, by the way, (laughs) it's not an act. No, we would literally drink. And drink the 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 stuff the taste the taste test things that we've done we would have done that anyway yeah we just put it on like I said we put, we shoved a mic in our faces and did it anyway yeah um but yeah no I, it was I, I was intre- it was funny to get that question because two years ago I never would have thought anyone would have said that to us
1: mm.
0: and but it was an interesting like oh you, when you guys get famous what you're gonna you're gonna get a student like no, no. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that like yeah. Like if I can't walk out, like, not that, it's never gonna happen. I don't. It's a stupid. Like, it's almost a stupid question, but like,
1: I don't want any of that. Yes, I your, 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 uh, your ten year old. What are you spending your uh, your signing bonus on? Like what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it, like I said, if we if if we ever earn a little extra money out of this, great. Nice little retirement. I'm all yeah. for it.
1: Maybe we'll keep the boat in the water. <laughs>
0: I'm, but I'm not doing. I, someone else, like was wants us to, wanted us to do like a promotional th- or, like. Someone literally asked if we wanted to do like a promotional episode, like we went out and recorded it in like some place with an audience, and we we talked about it, and we were both like,
1: mm, yeah,
0: I don't think so. It, it this ain't that kind of thing. Mm-mm. Um. I think it would be interesting, like, if we didn't do, like, a show, like, I think the pitch back was, well, what if we just talked, what if we brought other podcasters on and we just talked about how to start a podcast? Like, it wouldn't be a show like we do here. Yeah. It'd be more like an informative thing. Right. Right. That I don't mind, because that's informative. Someone can get some use out of it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't know. We were like, eh, do we really want to, we talked about it for, like, a month, though.
1: Yeah. And
0: we just decided, no, we're we're good. Yeah. So. Tucker is not that way though and we appreciate you listening uh, please like, subscribe, comment, share thank you to Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza if you do need beer, wine, liquor please head over there let them know you heard us uh, and, and thank them for the sponsorship of the show uh, and if you can subscribe that's our handshake agreement
1: alright, we'll see you guys next time